Hello again and welcome to a new episode of Madhu Einsiedler's COVID-19 Crisis Log as part of Madhu's Improvisations on Growth podcast series. It is my honor to host Madhu's podcast and to discuss, question, explore with her and with you the changes brought by the coronavirus crisis. We've all heard the expression growing pains. Have you ever stopped to wonder though why we turn to pain for growth? or how much more we would grow if we showed love, compassion, and understanding before relying on pain and suffering to change us. What does suffering really mean to you? Listen and explore with us. I'm I'm just laughing. I think it's, again, it's probably a reaction to what's happening. I, I like to laugh and say jokes. Maybe it's a defense mechanism. I'm not going to overanalyze myself right now. But what I was pointing at, Maybe the crisis has unveiled this growth and suffering a little more because of what we're going through. But even from a general standpoint, why do you think we're conditioned to associate growth with suffering? I just have the simple question. That's all I have. And I'm not saying it's not happening. I'm not saying that involuntarily we're not going to It's like any transformation, any growth that we're going through is not going to cause us some sort of of hurt or suffering at some sort of level. If we believe so much that through suffering we, we can achieve something, how come we never thought how much more we can achieve through love or compassion or understanding? And to give you a concrete example, some months ago, uh, an acquaintance of mine, and she she kept on saying that, like, it's good to suffer. It's good to suffer. This is how you're going to see the pain in other people. This is how you're going to be human, what you were talking about. This is how you're going to understand suffering is good. Only through suffering you can change. Only through suffering you can... And I just, I just developed this reaction to everything that she was saying because it kind of scared me. Why? Not necessarily because suffering is not going to happen in our lives. It will. I'm, not, I'm aware of that. What scared me is that if we embrace it so much and we, if we make it part of our lives, I feel like it's also making it easier to hurt those around us. If I feel like growing pains are so normal, then when I see my partner, my kid, my parents suffering, I'm just going to be like, it's okay. You go ahead and suffer. That's just how it is. And this is why it made me think of it. Not because hurt is not part of life. That's not what I'm saying. It's only the why do we put that first before love and understanding and compassion? I'm not sure how it's it's over there. Over here, at least uh, in Austria, we are a very uh, Catholic society. And... Catholicism is just all about suffering. Oh. And I will I really think that's like almost a moral value that uh, religion has instilled in us. You just need to suffer. God wants you to suffer. You know, uh, just the idea that we are born with an eternal sin and that our life here is that we need to suffer for this sin. For me, this is just a very religious idea and belief that has been planted in us for the last 2,000 years. I only have one quick comment here. 
because I'm also religious and this is not how I feel. They might tell me that, but this is not what God means to me. I'm only wondering if it's just an interpretation thing. I'm not saying that this is the way that all religious people look at it. I'm saying that this is how Catholicism has been introduced here. So, and here I mean Austria. So this is all I can I can talk about. I'm, I'm not saying that that religious people per se idolize suffering. This is something I grew up with, and I I can probably safely say most most of Austrians who were raised in uh, with the Catholic Church and with this strong religion here grew up with that idea that we need to suffer. So this is one one thing where we're suffering, I think, out of a cultural context, just got a really good reputation and almost like a goal. You know, you need to work hard. That's the Protestant thing. So there is no joy in life, but you need to work really hard. And so I think... Christian religion has done its part to to implant that in our belief system. So this is the one thing. The other thing is that neuroscience has shown us that growth in the definition of neuroscience means there are synapses that are linked and growth means you unlink them and other synapses make connections. So in order for this being able to happen, there needs to be certain hormones in our system so that this link can be loosened. So cortisol does that. So stress hormones do that in our brain. Um, In order for those synapses to unlink, our brain needs to be flooded with a certain amount of uh, those hormones and all, all the other uh, chemistry so that they can unlink and then link to other synapses. That, that reminds me of, uh, I think it's in the Hindu teachings. And not only that, but a lot of, speaking of religions, they have uh, the idea of a destructive God, which is necessary. Destruction is necessary. And then you have the rebirth. Still, that is not connected to suffering. So suffering basically means I am in a situation that I don't want to be in and I'm fighting against it. So a situation can be painful, yet I don't need to suffer from this. And I've gone through a lot of painful situations in, in, my, in my therapy educations and there was no suffering there. There was a lot of pain, but the pain was reliving painful situations from the past and basically reconnecting my, my synapses. What is the difference from your point of view between pain and suffering? Because I see you're making a distinction there. Pain is pain. And suffering is the fight against the pain. So it's like an additional layer that I create by not wanting this pain. But 
there's a meditation that you can do when you have physical pain. And instead of fighting the pain, and I don't want it, and why do I have pain again, and I just hate it, and it should go away. So instead of really putting up this fight, what you can do is sit down and breathe and try to locate the, the pain wherever it is in, in your, let's say, in the knee. And imagine you go to the center of the pain, like you, as, as if you could walk in. And the funny thing is, if we do this, like breathing and really getting closer and closer and closer and closer, and then, oh, now I'm, I'm in there and I'm going to the center of the pain. And as long as I'm in this process, the interesting fact is that the amount of how I feel the pain somehow diminishes. And as long as I'm, try, try it, or, or also our listeners, you don't have to believe me, just whenever you feel physical pain, you can go and try this meditation. There is an app out there, it's called Headspace, and actually has a pain meditation that does exactly that. And it leads you there. There's a voice leading you into the core of your pain. And it just really makes a difference. So th this is pain versus suffering. So when I just not want this crisis now, and I'm fighting it, although we cannot really fight the virus, as we have also talked about in our last podcast, so the war against the virus. So that's where we create our own suffering. Our episode concludes here. Thank you for listening and for exploring with us. I hope that you have gained a new perspective on the meaning of growth, or maybe now you understand better what that means to you, or how to approach a painful situation in such a way to not cause suffering. For additional conversation topics, suggestions, thoughts, feel free to contact Madhu directly and to email her at madhu at einsiedler.at or leave your feedback on her social media on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. We are working on more episodes as part of Madhu's COVID-19 crisis log, so stay tuned and stay healthy. Thank you.